0: Ernie, the shell, boo. Blow the shell. Come on. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekueva Junior Show, starring Junior Eva Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Borre band, and he makes any kind from Hawaii Ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekueva Jr. Oh, God, I'm all excited. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Hawaii. Thank you, Hawaii. Whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa. Hey, hold him down, Hawaii. I gotta do my show. Hold yourself, Hawaii. Hold yourself. Oh, bro. Hey, how's it, how's it, how's it? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Kekueva Jr. Oh, bro. you know, <laughs> I was just checking out some stops, but... Okay, you know what? So... So these guys, right? They told me, you know. Okay, I, I just got okay. Wait, let me rewind. Let me rewind, cause I'm thinking you know, all these thoughts, bro. Getting this, how I getting visions already, how I Okay, so you know, you know how when somebody tells you you cannot do something, right? And they say, "But you will never, Junior can't go to Virginia. You will never, right?" And then and then they add whatever they're gonna add, right? <laughs> okay, you never gonna be one boxer. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't like being a boxer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But some guys, right? So there was this guy. There was this, and you know, I tell true stories on my podcast, Always. Okay? I tell true stories. Alright, so this, this story is about, well, not the whole podcast, but I'm just gonna tell you a short story. So had this guy, right? He was on the radio with us, okay? Well, actually, maybe I was on the radio with him because he was the full time guy. See, I could never be full time. They would not allow it. They would never allow, bro. You know, because, you know, the, the other guy might lose his job. I mean, I'm just saying, there's always a possibility. You never know what's gonna happen, right? But this guy, so this, so this guy was a full-time guy, right? And he told a story one time, right? On, on his show, he told a story about when he was in, he was in high school and his guidance counselor, okay? Now this is on guidance counselor. They're supposed to be providing guidance, okay? And the guidance counselor told him that he's not gonna amount to anything. The guidance counselor told him that. Okay, so this is the way it went down. Right. So this is the way it happens. Right. So the, the guidance counselor told him he's not going to amount to anything. So then he became a police officer. Right. And then he, you know, he did his trip. I, I thought he was a good police officer. But then afterwards, I heard from some lieutenants. They go, "Bro, he went not wreck all the cars. About play. So he was playing. He was playing the kind. Hawaii Five-0. He was was doing his Hawaii Five-0 stuff in Iowa, wrecking cars and stuff. But no, but this guy, you know, I considered him a good police officer from what I knew about him. I mean, you know, I I always looked up to him because like, whoa, not anybody can be a police officer is what I'm saying. Okay, not a minute. But if you can pass the test for being a cop, the physical, the mental, right? Because you got to be... You gotta be sane I mean you cannot they they're not gonna give anybody on one pistol and say okay here you go easy and easy badge and go get them boy you see what I'm saying right so so not anybody can be on cop is what I say so so anyway but he he became a cop and you know to me he was on good one I don't know everybody get their own opinion but then he had the opportunity to go on the radio now I was already on the radio when that happened. Okay, so this is like, you know, you rewind uh, like many years ago, right? So this was in nineteen eighty-eight. I was working at on radio station. Okay, and then he calls me one night and he goes, "Hey, you know, bro, I just like I just like your opinion." And and I was, bro, I was flattered. Like right? when police officer asking me my opinion for him go on the radio, cause I was already doing radio, right? But but you know. I was, I was doing ethnic radio. I was at one ethnic radio station, right? So I was, you know, I was doing all kinds of stuff. So I am going to tell that story, but that's not a podcast, Horns. Huh? That's a different podcast. So, so he calls me. He goes, Hey, what do you think about, you know, i go I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going with Rory on the radio. What, what, what do you think about that? And I go, Wow, wow, I think you're talented, you know, and I, and I think you're going to be on good radio, guy. And next thing you know, boom, he was on the radio with Rory. And then and the funny thing about Rory before he went on the radio, right, he called me one one night and he goes, Hey, I'm on at midnight. I just wanted to tell you, I like you listen and tell me what you think. And he went on at midnight and, and I thought he was good. Right? And that's what I told him. And then boom, he went on to become, you know, Rory Wilde, the famous guy. This is Hawaii. So I know you guys listening in London right now and you guys going, what is a Rory Wild? Okay, this is this is a guy, a man who is very famous in Hawaii on the radio right now. Okay? And his his station, if you want to tune in, it's on it's online island985.com. Just just go to that. Okay. Anyway, so fast forward now, right? So this guy's on the radio, this guy's on the radio pretty soon, this guy comes out, I'm talking about the the police officer dude, right? Pretty soon he comes down with diverticulitis. So, so just in case you you like know what diverticulitis? If you're listening in Ghana right now, because we get listeners in Ghana, and they're going, "What is diverticulitis?" Okay, that's not on diver tickling something underwater. No, they he he, they, he had seeds stuck in his intestines. Okay, so I don't. I don't know, bro. That's all I heard. That's all he told me. He goes, Oh, you know, uh, yes, when you get seeds stuck in the lining of your colon. And I'm like, Bro, that's TMI already. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Bro, that's too much information. i So, anyway, but he had, so he was out, right? And then I went in, and then I was substituting for him. And then, you know, the rest is, as they say, is history. I became known, you know, he became more known, everybody was known, everybody everybody was known, everybody everybody was famous, everybody was doing, we was high-fiving, okay, maybe we wasn't high-fiving, but we was popular, okay? I wouldn't use the word famous for Hawaii, we don't have enough people to constitute the word famous, okay? To constitute famous. I, I would just say popular. So we was popular, right? And and come to find out, like, you know, a few years down the road, he comes out with this story. He said, you know, my, my guidance counselor in high school said, I would never amount to anything, right? And now here he is, right? First of all was his police career. And then he was successful in that. And then come to find out after a police career, he jumps on the radio. All of a sudden, boom, like stardom, right? Well, like stardom for Hawaii, and then and, and what well, people around the world used to listen to him because he was on he was online, and they used to listen to me too, right? People in in uh, on the mainland, West Coast, East Coast, uh, Florida, all over. They used to listen to us. So anyway, well, they still listen to the the wake up crew, right? The the show is still going. So anyway, so this guy, right? You know what I'm talking about, Hawaiians, Is that sometimes what drives you is somebody that comes along, right, and says, "Bro." you never going to do this you never going to do that ha carpenter hey you never going to make them pass journey pass apprentice you see what i'm saying right that kind of stuff right so so that's the kind of stuff i'm i'm talking about so 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 when somebody tells you you no can <clears throat> when somebody when somebody you know like say like they seem to be against you right and they say Oh well, you know, you can do that, or well, you never do that, or you know, you're talking about your dream, right? Oh, I'm gonna build my business. That's my dream, and right? and and the guys, the brothers that work with you, and they're going, bro, you never gonna do that, and they laugh at you. You see what I mean? Okay. Now, here's what here's what I'm getting to. Okay. Now, you know, I, I do the law of attraction, I do life coaching, but here's the life coaching part. I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay. Now that I told you the story, because with this guy. He became famous, he became known, he lived his dream. He also had a dream of performing a show, and he had a show. I mean, you know, it was at Dave & Buster's, but it was a show, right? It wasn't down in Waikiki and, you know, whatever. And there was a reason why, and that's another podcast, but I'm going to tell you guys that story. That was funny. That was funny when we went to the hotel. That was funny. Anyway, but what I'm going to tell you is that he lived his dream, Okay. And that's what's important, Hawaiians. It's important that you live your dreams. Okay? Because like right now, right? You have this one life. You're listening to me right now. Okay, now I'm gonna make this podcast. And then when I die, right? So if I die, I don't know, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years, whatever. When I die, people could be listening to this podcast and they'll be saying, wow. They're gonna be saying, wow, Junior, Junior lived his dream. All of his dreams. And, you know, and, and yeah, the only dream I get left is the last one, the, the one I'm working on now. Right? Cause, cause I plan on life coaching the world right now. <laughs> on the podcast, on, on YouTube, on, uh, you know, not the world, not like everybody. That's not my goal. But my goal is to, to make a difference. And, and my clients, according to my clients, you know what I mean? They, they the kind. Uh, you know, they, they, my clients is, is the, the ones that write on the you know the reviews how I made a difference and if you only make a difference with a couple people in your life Hawaiians okay that is enough okay you don't need to go make a difference with millions of people that's that's not even my dream I, I don't want to make a difference with millions of people but I would accept I would accept you know 10,000, 20,000 50,000 because if you look at the population of the world, is seven billion. Okay, if I can do at least 50,000 people and affect their lives and change their lives and make it better before I die, eh, right on. But I ain't got there yet. Okay? I ain't got there yet. Okay, So I've taught over 7,000 people at, at my school. And now this is different. This is online. This is different. Now we get podcasts, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. So that's what I'm working on. And that's the last dream uh, before I die, because bruh, I did everything else already. I, I I ran out of stuff to do, you know. My music partner died, right? <clears throat> and he was my business partner, my music partner, and and he died, and he died. Uh, it's going to be five years in July, and if it's one thing he told me, you know, because we used to we used to sit down and talk at the beach park early early in the morning before I went to work. He was in hospice at that time, and I and I used to take him in my car. We went Starbucks you know up until the day where where he couldn't drink coffee anymore and then then after that you know it it was about a a week and a half i think week and a half two weeks after that he passed away but we used to sit down and we used to talk like for hours you know because it was a long slow goodbye okay and and so we we talked about all this stuff you know, but, but anyway, you know, and then that was, there were certain things that he told me, bro, you gotta, you gotta stick to this. You gotta keep doing this. You gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. And so I, you know, I took down notes and I said, okay, no worries. I get them. I got this. And, and when he passed, he passed. And so now I'm doing this anyway, but the point of what I'm trying to tell you guys, okay, is that when somebody tells you, you cannot do something that alone can be fuel for you. Okay. That is the ignition. Right there, that's the starter. Right there, to propel you into success or on the road to it, right? Now, I don't really know what success is, bro. If you ask me what success is, you know, my friends right now, they have million dollar companies right now. And their, their bank account is draining like every day. Every, uh, no, I'm not laughing at them. I'm not laughing at them, my wife. I'm saying that you guys, you know, a lot of you guys, you guys look at the guys that have stuff, right? And, and you guys go, oh, wow, they have stuff. They're way up here or whatever, status, success, whatever. You know, when these guys, before the virus, right, these guys, if you were to ask these guys if they were successful, okay, four out of my five friends would say no. They, they would look at you and go, what, success? They're just at a different level of income. You know, I mean, I don't know any of them that are that egotistical or that, uh, you you know what I'm saying, right? Pompous to say, oh yeah, I'm successful. <laughs> you know, I, not one of them, not one of them. And I'm the poorest guy. So everybody else got multi-million dollar companies, okay? My company is not multi-million dollar yet, okay? We're working on it. It's not, you know, we had to go through cancer. We had to go through a lot of stuff. Um, and we're working on it. But, but I'm just saying that, you know, success is relative, right? Like to what? What you gonna compare? And then when you get into comparisons, you know, what is that, right? So I don't think anybody should compare to anything because everybody's an individual. So if you're comparing yourself to somebody, right, you know, if you're looking at somebody and you're going, oh, wow, he's doing that, or, oh, how can I do that? I want to be like that. I want to, you know, no, don't do that because that then you're doing your, yourself a disservice, okay, because you're not him. You're not that, okay? So you got to be you and you know if you like when I was when I was a kid I was like oh I'm going to be a famous singer okay and I got to be a known singer in Hawaii but not the way that other people got to be known right but the the thing was right I didn't have to owe people I didn't have to go work a vigorous work schedule I I didn't have to serve the record companies I wasn't at the mercy of the labels I didn't have a contract I didn't I wasn't forced into anything I didn't right so I mean you know so, so God allowed me to do what I wanted to do and I accomplished it without the strings attached, without the, you know, it, it, it's not, it's an obligation, right? It's not blackmail. It's not, it's not anything dirty. It's a contract. It's, a, it's like, okay, you sign, we put up the money, we're going to record you. Now you got to get out there and pr- promote your stuff. You got to sing, you got to take all these jobs and you don't have a choice, you, you got to, because you right you got to fulfill the contract. That's what you signed for. That's what you signed up for. So if you sign up for something and then halfway through, you decide, oh, bro, this is not what I signed up for, right? I know these guys. I know these guys, right? And some of these guys become drug addicts and they go to rehab. And right now I'm watching TV and I see a lot of these former rehab drug addicts, right, that went through the mill, okay, the system, because they signed up, right? They went through everything. And they're okay now, right? And they're heroes now. And these guys are all heroes they're on TV. They're all in the clique. They're all in, you know. So, and, and they need money now. See, I, I'm not out there hawking myself. I'm not out there doing all that stuff. I don't need to. You know, I don't... Bro, I'm, I'm, on a diff- I'm on a different journey right now. See, because I don't I don't just do one thing, Hawaiian. See, that's the other thing. Okay, I'm going to get to that. But I'm going to tell you that the people that tell you, you know, can. There, there was... I I don't know how many people in my life told me I no can. I don't even remember. You know, when I was a kid, everybody was telling me how smart I was. Oh, bro, you so smart. Oh, bro, you so smart, Junior. Bro, you the man, but You smart, but well, You you can do any. So so that right, that had me going out thinking that I can, right? Because two ways that you can either go out in a positive light, right, from a positive push. Or you can go out from a negative push, right? I think the only negative stuff I had, a couple things, right, was my uncle telling me. One, one, one time I told him, I made a mistake. <clears throat> I told him I was on guitarist when I should have said guitar player. And I said guitarist because I thought that's what it is. If you, you know, you play guitar, you're a guitarist. And my uncle told me, you're not a guitarist. You play guitar. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, we're getting technical here. Yeah? What What the hell? So, so you know, but that in the back of my mind, you know, told me, bro, you better, you better be on guitarist. You better, you better practice, right? You better, you better do your do your homework. So I started, right? I started getting to practice my guitar. The other thing I think that I remember is is one time my uncle told me, same uncle, he was he was in music business too. He was in the entertainment world, uh. But he, you know, he went out there, he did stuff too. But he wasn't. He, 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 never, he didn't want to sign contracts and stuff with a big record company, so, uh, he, cause he saw what, he saw the environment, and he didn't want to get involved, and so he didn't either, right? So he was like me, it was like playing small bars and stuff, and, you know, uh, and then, then I did mine a different way. But anyway, so one time he told me, I bought one trumpet. See, I bought this trumpet. I still still have it. I I can still play it if I want. But, you know, I I don't even play it anymore. And he bought the trumpet. I I bought the trumpet. And then he told me, he told me, you will never play that damn thing in public. (laughs) He goes, I don't know why you bought a trumpet. You will never play it in public, right? (laughs) So most naturally, Hawaiians, right? I wanted to prove him wrong, so I started practicing. So, see, it's the same thing, right? Like that guy that was working on the radio and his guidance counselor, right? Of all people, right? A guidance counselor told him that he'll never amount to anything. Okay, so see, it it works the same way. And and so I started playing trumpet. Pretty soon, we was doing a promotion one time. And this is so funny. I get pictures. And we was doing a promotion one time at, uh, at, uh, <clears throat> Alamoana Volkswagen it was right on Alamoana Boulevard and I was playing trumpet right because we set up the sound system it was a promotion for the radio station I set up the sound system right there and and uh and and uh my my uh music partner Wayne my you know I call him my conductor because uh, he was the entire orchestra at at some point point uh, it, it at most gigs right he was the he was the whole orchestra but right? it was unreal but that's another podcast so he he was playing and I was playing the trumpet right onto Alamoana Boulevard like everybody that was passing was hearing me play the trumpet and in my mind right in my mind I'm thinking of my uncle saying, you will never play this thing in public. You know I didn't call up my uncle and tell him, "Hey, guess what? I'm playing trumpet on Alamoana Boulevard." <laughs> you know, bro. I never do that. You see what I'm saying, always. But that gave me the drive. It gave me the drive to be a better trumpet player, right? I wasn't. I wasn't like a professional trumpet player kind caliber, you know. But I could play the damn thing. I could play it. You know, I could hold my own. You know. You know what I'm saying. So, but anyway, that happened. So what I'm telling you guys really, the lesson right here, okay, on this podcast is sometimes your biggest critics are not your enemies. Your biggest critics are your teachers. Your biggest critics are your helpers, right? Now, let's take, for instance, that guidance counselor at at Waipahu High School, okay? Now, that guidance counselor, I I don't know. When I heard the story, my my respect for that guidance counselor, I don't even know the guy. Never heard of him, right? But my respect as a teacher, right? I'm thinking, what guidance counselor in their right mind would tell one kid that, okay? Because he, this guy had to be a teenager when his guidance counselor told him that, right? He had to be about, I don't know, I'm guessing 16, 17. I don't know, maybe it was earlier than that. He didn't say how old he was when that happened. But what I'm saying is no guidance counselor worth their salt is going to say something like that to poison the mind of, of somebody, right? Or to deflate them or, or make them feel bad, right? But, but here's the good thing that happened, right? Instead of believing it, right? Instead of believing it and buying into it and, and letting it take him down, this guy became a police officer and then boom. Right into the radio show, and then boom! Right after the radio show, I mean he he went on to be he went on to be a uh what do you call it a reverend in a church, okay? So so he you know he had three, three careers so far, right? So he went from police officer to radio uh, to reverend, you know. And and brah, I mean you know that's that's all positive stuff he did, you know. And and I'm saying what I'm saying is is yeah, sometimes if you use it in the positive lines you can use it as fuel to propel you into something better, right? Or you can take the negative route and you can buy into it. You can believe it and you can let it deflate you and you can give up and you can go, okay, well, so-and-so is a guidance counselor. I guess he must be right. You know, I'm full of crap. I'll never amount to anything. And you can believe that and you can go down a drain. Now, in my case, it's a little bit different in my life, people was telling me Oh, bro, you're so smart, you can do this You're so smart, you can do that So I left my house at 17 I, I told my mom, put me on a plane <clears throat> I'm never coming home Well, no, I, I told her, I'm not coming home till I'm a star, right? Because that's what, in my mind, that's what I thought, right? Because, you know, you're watching TV, right? And they calling everybody stars, you know So the stars was real stars, stars It was like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin Don Ho, all these guys I was watching, right? And and then so I was watching these guys and then there was they was calling them stars, right? And you know, they had the star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, all of that, right? And so so I thought, oh, okay, I'm gonna be one star, right? Thank God I never go Hollywood to become one star. Oh boy, thank God. God was good to me, He protected me, He let me do my thing, He let me sing my songs, He let me have my degree of fame, He let me have all the psycho chicks there and chase me. All this all this stuff, right? Okay. No, I'm just saying Hawaii. It's part of the industry, okay? It's part of it. The the chicks will sit there twirling their hair, listening to your songs, you know, with the head like this, slanted on the side. And then you know, and then and then afterwards, right, you know, the chicks are like I will find you right you know those chicks okay so yeah it comes with the business it, it's like a package deal it's like, it's like you get the celebrity ship right okay you get the chicks and they will come they will sit there and they, you know some some of them will throw things on the stage anyway so that's that's another podcast on but what I'm telling you is when these things happen you can use it in the positive or the negative now if, if you use it in the positive like like me I had little things. You know, the trumpet, right? So my uncle said, ah, you're never going to play that in public. So I played the trumpet. Then I bought a violin. And then I played the violin in public, right? I played jazz violin in public. (laughs) That was funny. But that was funny. (laughs) I'll never do that again. (laughs) That was funny. But I did it. You see what I'm saying? So I got to the point where I was just good enough, you know. On on the ukulele, I just just played one song real good. You know, one, I mean, the kind of song you can perform, right? Not the kind. I I can play all night with a ukulele in the backyard under the mango tree and playing Hawaiian music, okay? Any day of the week and maybe twice on Sundays. But I only play one ukulele song good enough to put on a stage and to present for people, okay? Now, this is what an entertainer does, okay? Okay a ukulele player right you you know like Jake Shimabukuro he's world famous i don't know if you guys in israel know jake shimabukuro just uh i know his last name is a challenge but just just uh, google google him <laughs> and see who he is right he's he's from hawaii he's awesome but this guy is a wizard he's like a he's like a a, a bro he's he is a whole different level of human being on the ukulele okay so, so these things, right, so that he's an ukulele player, like for me, right, I just do that one thing. So an entertainer is a guy who can do a little bit of a lot of stuff, right? So I come on, I do the ukulele number, I do my Spanish guitar number, I do the dummy, right, do the ventriloquism, right? all this stuff that I did. Because when I was small, I was looking at the TV going, oh, I can do that, I can do that. You know, I can, all I need is a dummy and I can do that, right? And then I, I manifested it. I mean, bro, this guy came to my high school and he was like, because I used to watch, I used to, I mean, I don't want to mention, you know, Edgar Bergen and all these names that you don't know because you got to Google them, but there was these ventriloquists on TV, right? And I saw these guys and I go, wow, that's really cool. Okay. Then I saw it on Checkers and Pogo and was this guy, Freddie, right? Freddie Morris. And then this guy came to my high school. He was one year older than me. He came to my high school for one year. What did I do? I made friends with Freddie, right? And then, right, Freddie and I were in a hotel room one night, and I told, told Freddie, "I said, bro, come on, teach me how to do this, right?" And I was so persistent. Finally, he showed me the secrets, right? He taught me how right there. Now, I didn't have a dummy, right? So fast forward, fast forward to the nineties. You know, one day I was having a conversation with somebody, and I said, "Well, I do ventriloquism too, but I, I don't have a dummy." We're talking about entertainment, and so the guy said, "Bro, you know you can go on." ebay and get anything you know they sell anything on ebay they, they got dummies on ebay so went on ebay and boom there was my dummy right kyoki put down 500 bucks boom got the dummy right i have another one too after that maybe a couple years after that i bought another one keoni and i got keoni i even have another idea for this other dummy that this guy this guy uh makes them right and but you know there's no show anymore there's there's nothing I, the only thing I do is teach kids now. So I, I didn't really buy the dummy. But I had this idea for this other uh, dummy. Anyway, so, you know, so an entertainer does a little bit of a lot of stuff. Now, if you're out there and you want to be an entertainer, I don't know how you're going to do it. You're probably going to have to film it in a studio and stream it live or whatever you're going to do. You know, pay-per-view, that kind of stuff. Because audiences are, uh, yeah, right now, I don't, know, I don't know if audiences are ever going to come back. I mean, you know, things are, things are different now, Hines. So anyway, but, but, you know, what I'm trying to tell you is that when you see an entertainer, right, and he does this, 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 like five, six, seven things, and you go, whoa, this guy's a genius, okay? Um, it's probably, yeah, he probably plays all that stuff, but he's going to take the best one out of all of that. Like I said, I could play ukulele all night long only one song that I do on the ukulele is worthy of putting on a stage in front of people you see so you know that, that I mean that's the way it goes but when somebody tells you okay I'm getting back to the original thing right when somebody tells you you can okay sometimes you you take that as few and you can go out there and you can do it but if somebody tells you you can't and they tell you, oh, bro, you're never gonna do that. You're never gonna mount to anything. You're never gonna do this. You're never gonna live your dreams. You're never gonna build a company. You're never gonna do it. Okay, that's when you can take it. Okay? And inside, you can do whatever, you can say whatever you want inside. You can say, I F you. Inside, okay? Inside, Hawaiians. Okay, don't, don't give the reaction like that because you don't know what the next step is gonna happen, right? <laughs> okay. So just, just inside, whatever, however you take them, okay? But turn that energy, okay? Because I know it's going to be frustrating. I know it's going to hurt. It's going to sting a little bit, right? But you take that energy and, and you just put it into your will, right? And you empower your will and you go, okay, I will do it. I will do it. I am going to do it. I don't care what they say. I don't care what, you right? Okay, okay. And that's what you do. And that, you know, that's what I did with the trumpet and, and the guitarist thing. Right. And then now I teach guitar, you know. But, you know, what, what I'm really saying is I, I never really had somebody, you know, when I was a kid, all, all my counselors, everybody in high school, everybody. I mean, you know, even in college. Right. I, I dropped out of college after one year, but everybody in college was telling me how brilliant I was. So, you know, uh, I didn't have the same kind of situation. You know, with my uncle, I guess because it was family, yeah, I had a little couple incidences where I went out and, and, you know, and I had to prove it to myself, not my uncle. You know, I, I didn't call my uncle say, hey, come listen to me. I'm playing trumpet on Alamo on a boulevard. <laughs> that was crazy, man. That was crazy. But, but no, I, I didn't tell my uncle that. You know, I didn't put it on a video and, and text it to him on my cell phone. I could have done that, I guess. But no, I didn't do it. I, didn't, I never told my uncle. See, but when I was playing trumpet on Ala Moana Boulevard, right, it proved to myself that I could do it. You know, I, I don't even remember what I... I think I I remember thinking like, oh, my uncle said I will never do it. Look, <laughs> look at me now. Look, I'm doing this crazy crap right here on Ala Moana Boulevard. I think that's the way I thought about it. But that's the way you need to think about it, Hawaiians, okay? So when somebody tells you, right... That you know can. Ah, you're never gonna live your dreams." Okay, all you gotta do is turn around, okay, and and just just do the positive thing. Just do the positive, bro. That's all you gotta do, right? And use it for your advantage. And go ahead and go live your dreams. Oh, sorry, I, I gotta go, home But live your dreams, Hawaiians. Live your dreams. Life is short. Life is short, cousins. Hey, we gotta thank Island Club and Spa, our sponsors. And we gotta thank Voicemaster uh, Family of service companies Voicemaster Enterprises Also AFM Hawaii Music Featuring the music of Darren Chinan, Downloaded off of uh, iTunes His music is on iTunes Yep, that's right, Hawaii Hey, live your dreams, okay? Life is short I'm Junique Goeva Jr. Mahalo Aloha